from the Outrider release. That is uh, Jimmy Page with Wasting My Time. And Chris, after all these years, don't you find it interesting that uh, Jimmy Page has not put out a, another solo effort of any kind? Well, he was rumored to be working on one like two years ago, but that just went away. But yeah, you would think he would have. You would have thought he would keep going, but I guess when you make fucking a billion dollars, I guess you just don't have to. Well, it's it's not a matter of have to, but you know, again, if if you don't have to work per se, yeah, hey, wouldn't you just think that just for shits and giggles, you would just go and I'm just gonna put this thing out, whatever it is, whether Maybe it's uh, you know a couple of tunes or whether it's a album or whether it's an EP or. Even just a single, you just go, you know, I'm just going to kind of assemble some, you know, musicians that I work with or that I respect or I like or, you know, and and just put out something, just even if it's one song. He might just hate the studio. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, he goes, he has to go in there to every six months to issue another reissue of some Led Zeppelin record again. Sure. Maybe he just doesn't want to be in the studio anymore. Well, maybe. You know, because, I, I mean, he has a lot of options to choose from. He could sure do solo. He could do, he could probably get uh, Paul Rogers to back and do another firm record. He could probably do, a, you know, he could certainly, there's certainly demand to go out there and tour with Zeppelin if it's if if he ever wanted to. If he could ever talk Robert into, you know, stop singing folk songs with Alec and Krause. You're right. You know, um he could probably work on one more run with, with Coverdale. Coverdale always seems up for that. Sure he does. You know, I mean, he's got a lot of options. I I just don't think he wants to do it. Well, again, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the guy's motivation would be, but, uh, you know, if a guy likes to just create music for the shits and giggles of creating something, you know, e- even if it's just a single, you just go, you know, I, I just kind of want to like put out a song. Yeah. You, know, you, you would think that, okay, I, I'll just kind of like work on this a little bit. And, you know, even if it takes them six months to a year, because yeah. goddamn, uh, how long has it been since Outrider was released? That was what, 87? Yeah. So, so we're looking at 35 years almost. Yeah. You know, so, so he could just go, yeah, I'm just going to like fuck around in the studio. I'm just going to hire some, you know, hired guns and, you know, play a tune or whatever it is that he wants to do. And just like, all right, I'm satisfied with this. I'll just put it out. Yeah, he could. His contemporary just did that this week. Tony Iommi. Iommi just put out some song. This yeah, week. he did. Something of dark, <laughs> spirit of dark or something or smell sure. of dark or something. And of course, you know, the media ate that up. It's like, oh man, Iomi is back with his doomy sounds, man. Stop. I listened to that song and was like, eh. It's all right. That's what it is. It's yeah, it's it's not classic Black Sabbath, but you know. It's him fucking around during the con- the pandemic. He's doing exactly what you're saying. He just was fucking around and put it out. Yeah, sure. And why not? Yeah. But, but again, it, it's not like Jimmy Page needs the money. No, it's not like Tony Iommi needs the money. I agree. You know? but, but you just put it out there because just because. Yeah. 
you know, even if you don't, you know, net up a cent out of it, you just put it out there. Just like, Hey guys, I'm still here. Maybe he knows his ideas all stink now and he just doesn't want to embarrass himself. Well, maybe. I mean, there, there's got to be some reason. Maybe learn something from that fucking god awful walking to Clarksdale. Because <laughs> that was fucking trash. Well, fortunately, we had Celebration Day, which was the live thing that they did at mm-hmm. the Tune Arena uh, back in 2007. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, 2007. Think about that. Oh fucking 15 years ago <laughs> oh yeah 14 years ago yeah. but you know i i still watch that i have the dvd and all that but periodically i just throw that in just for something to have on the tv and the background music while i'm just kind of doing stuff around the house right but it's it's still fun it's still fun to watch sure jack will put up the one that i love how the west was won. Oh, that's a good collection that's a good one that's a good fucking collection it is you know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Jimmy doesn't do a lot of press or anything, really. He just, or if he does, I don't see it because he doesn't do it anywhere. You know, he'll do it with the New York Times or some shit that I'll never read. So, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he's. I wish he would. I wish he would do another firm record. Personally, I love the fucking firm. That was my shit. That that second record, the firm mean business. That was that was good. That was a great record. Sure. And I know a lot of people didn't like it. I love it. That's good stuff. Right. Well, you know, Jimmy, you know, how old is Jimmy Page? 70,000. 70,000? Yeah, he's an old codger at this point. What? What is he, like 72 or something? Something like that, yeah. I'm looking. Jimmy Page age. 77. Wow. He's pushing 80. Yeah. All right. Well, how old is Mick Jagger? He He's pushing 80, right? I think he is 80. Mick Jagger. 78. Wow. Look at that. Well, they're about the same age, right? Same age. Yeah. Yeah. Keith is 77. Steven Tyler, 73. Wow. How about that? Well, here, here's the thing. Isn't that amazing that, uh, these guys who have had a 50 plus year career mm-hmm. that if they were to announce a tour today, for whatever reason, yeah. they could sell out arenas. Yeah. Stones are on tour. I know they are. They're wrapping it up. I think they're wrapping it up this week. Right. But uh, there's, what, three original members, even two? There's Keith and him and I don't know who else. Charlie Watts' corpse. Yeah, I don't know who else is in the band. Yeah, so, so uh, again, this goes back to our whole thing. We've done this for years. It all boils down to the guitarist and the vocalist. Yeah. Let's see. Always. It's always the guitarist and the vocalist. It's Robert Plant, Jimmy Page. Well, there's three in the in Stones. There's uh Mick well, Ron, Ron Wood is not an original member. He's not? No. All right. Well, I didn't know. No, he came in the seventies with uh Brian Jones. He he died. 
Dude, I'm going to just be honest. The Rolling Stones are a band that I know nothing about and don't want to know nothing about. I think they stink. Well, I, I'm not a I'm not a hardcore fan. I do like some Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. but Ron Wood is not an original member. Mm-hmm. But so so when it comes down to quote unquote original members, as Jackal would put it, without Brian, you know Jones, no, no Rolling Stones. Man, no Bill Wyman, no Stones, man. Exactly. So, the 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 for all intents and purposes, what tours as the Stones today mm-hmm. is Mick Jagger yeah. and um um Keith Richards. Keith Richards. They they're 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 the original yeah. Stones. There's a few but, couples left, <laughs> but, but they're still touring arenas and, you know, stadiums and whatnot. Right here. When did the stones get together? Like 62 or 63. So they're almost 60 yes. years in on their career. 62. Yeah. So there we are mm-hmm. almost 60 years in on their career and they're still unbelievably able to sell arenas and um stadiums i'm still waiting for him to put out a song i like Uh, but but you you know another band that comes from uh england is the who Mm -hmm. and and that's uh robert daltrey and and um roger daltrey and pete townsend yeah pete townsend and they're still able to sell arenas Mm -hmm. you know that that is amazing that is an amazing career. Sure. You know, so, uh, you know, is there anything in our lifetime that will parallel that? Um, like coming up? No, no. The, the closest thing to it, I think right now would be you two. And, and, you know, they're one of the very, very, very few bands that can still say that they're the original lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It's still the original four guys. Five guys. Or five, whatever. It's you two. Who cares? But um, um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Foo Fighters? No. They, they've had lineup changes. I'm just saying as far as big enough to sell. I'm just no. I mean, I mean you house. watch the Alanis Morissette. Uh, yeah, and Taylor Hawkins came. From. Yeah, because he came in after Alanis Morissette. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of bands that are even big enough to sell like that. How about Pearl Jam? They've swapped drummers a couple times, but I think the rest is all intact. I think I could be wrong on that. They can still sell stadiums. Can they? Stadiums, oh, yeah, stadiums. Oh, yeah. stadiums. All right, yeah. Pearl Jam definitely is a stadium. They've when the the last tour they did was all baseball stadiums. It was Comiskey Park. It was really. Oh yeah. Pearl all Jam. right. Well, they they parlayed that, you know, because you know back in the nineties they were the anti um, Ticketmaster thing, mm-hmm. and they wanted people to be able to purchase tickets for you know a fair price. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're um 
four of their five guys are the originals. All right. The only guy that's changed out several times is the drummers. Yeah, of course. Matt Starr. Matt, well, they had, I don't think Matt Starr, Matt Starr wasn't in there. It was Dave Cruzen, then Jack Irons, then um, the guy from the Smashing Pumpkins was in there for a minute, uh, Chamberlain, um, Dave Abruzzi, and now Matt Cameron from. Sunday. All right. All right. Looking to see. That's where that's really weird that the drummer is not <laughs> it's not the guy who survives very long. Yeah, they just keep dumping drummers. Yeah, I'm looking at their wiki page right now, and all of the guys that have been that are past members are to the drummers. Right. All the other guys have stayed. <laughs> that's, 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 that's really weird. They don't put much value in the drummer. Yeah, I'm looking for it says touring. Um, bah, 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 bah. the band 2018 tour in South America, including Lollapalooza. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I'm just looking to see if there's any like tour dates or something. Let's see. Pearl Jam 2018 tour dates. I just want to see if, if I'm, I'm pretty sure it was all stadiums. I'm going to what I think was their last tour in um 18 yeah wrigley field in chicago fenway park in boston um the washington grizzly stadium in missoula uh safeco field in seattle o2 arena in <laughs> london i mean dude they're huge yeah see again i i lost interest in pearl jam after the second release oh with versus with dog yeah, versus you know, when Vitalogy, what was it called? Vitalogy? Yeah, Vitalogy with, with that yeah. horrible single, spin, spin, spin. The yeah. After that, I was done. So so I was a Pearl Jam fan. I don't even know if I'm a fan. But okay. uh, the first two, and that was it. After that, I was kind of lost interest. They're really hit or miss with me. I I will say I am a fan, but... Not of everything. They have some albums that absolutely suck 10, 10 pounds of dicks. And then they have other albums that are fantastic. You know, they, they like no code was great. Yield was not. Yeah. See, I got yield and that's yeah. where it lost me right there. Riot act. Not so good. Uh, Pearl jam self-titled. Great. Backspacer. Great. Lightning bolt. Hmm. Not so good, but the newest one, Gigaton, not bad. Pretty good. They're they're real hit or miss to me, anyway. All right. Yeah, they they kind of lost me on Yield. Yeah, Yield was. I'm trying to remember what was the hit on Yield. Yield's hit was. God knows. I don't know any of these. Oh, Given to Fly was the hit. All right. Yeah, that song's okay, but yeah, I don't really know any of these other these other songs at all. Brain of Jay, <laughs> fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, they're they're hit or miss, but they are huge. I mean, they're but they they get a little bit of that um that Grateful Dead thing. Yeah, of course, they're they're the, like fish. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're probably the last true. 
band, them or you two are probably the last big one that's for the most part intact. Don't you think? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. When it comes to original members. Yeah, I think most people would accept them as original, as the original. More original than, I don't know, anybody else. More original than the Stones. But anyway. I don't know. Just just never been a big fan. I mean, I, I like the uh, debut, and then I like the follow-up, and uh, I was just like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that they're one of them bands like for me, I could put together like a really really strong three three CD set from their whole career. Like the first two CDs and then the third CD would just be like a song or two from each each album after. Cuz there's good so even like Vitology, which I agree with you is just kind of a garbage record. I think Better Man was on that and that's a fucking yeah. great song. You know, that's that's like a really, really strong song from them. And um but the rest of the album is just trash. You know, there's there's a lot of junk on that one. All right. Bugs. Give me give me a little bugs. You want to hear a fucking trash. <laughs> bugs? Bugs. All like, right, here we go. At Pearl Jam. All right, here we go. I got bugs. I got bugs in my room. Bugs in my bed. Bugs in my ears. They're eggs in my head. Bugs in my pockets. Bugs in my shoes. Bugs in the way I feel about you. Bugs on my window, trying to get in. They don't go nowhere. Waiting, waiting. Bugs on my ceiling, crowded the floor. Standing, sitting, kneeling, a few blocked the door, and now the questions, do I kill them, become their friend, do I eat them, raw, well done, do I trick them, do I join them? Looks like that's the one. I got bugs on my skin. Tickle my nausea. I let it happen again. They're always taking over. <laughs> That's when I had a chance 
seems to me like they're trying to, you know, recapture something from the Beatles or something. That's just junk. It is. That's that's one they should have just left off. Well, again, it's trying to be provocative and kind of avant-garde and, and do something, you know, kind of like what the Beatles did. Just shit. Let's just call it, it what it is. It's shit. Oh, I agree. But but that's kind of like an attempt to do something that's like, oh man, we're we're just like cutting edge, man. Yeah, no, you're not. You really weren't, and that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. Now Better Man's a great song. I, I'm looking at this album right now. This is not for you. That's a pretty good one, too. Do you know that one? This is not for you. Barbara. Well, I, I, I own I own verses and I own Vitology. It was given to me as a gift. Yeah. And Didn't you know do it much. <laughs> I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. But we'll we'll check this out here. All right. Watching the clock, it's four o'clock, it's got to stop Tell you, take no more She practices her speech as he opens the door She rolls over, pretends to sleep as he looks her over She lies and says she's in the Can't find a better man she dreams in colors, she dreams in love. Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. Oh. There's no one else who needs to know She tells herself Memories back when she was cool and strong And waiting for the world to come along So she knew it, now she swears it's I like that jam. 
Well, it's a good tune. And I can personally relate to that because it's something I told you this week. Okay. I I was contacted by someone yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, uh, after seven years, more or, less, <laughs> more or less told me the same thing. Yeah. And your answer was also on this Pearl Jam record, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is not for you. Yeah. But for seven years later, I'm being told that I can't find a better man. That's right. And it was just like, it took you seven years to come to that conclusion or what, what's the deal? She was looking for the better man. I guess. Couldn't find him. (laughs) So yeah, I get it. And I got those, I own those CDs. Sure. But after owning them and it's like, you know, after, after, like I said, uh, the the um debut 10 yeah 10 and then yield and then vitology mm-hmm. after that i was uh, totally lost yeah see i i was not i remember when it came out all my friends that was when i was in the service all my friends loved 10 and i was not i i thought it was okay but i was way more into like nine inch nails at that same point i was i was all all in on like pretty hate machine instead of Pearl Jam, and I was way in on um, Bad Motor Finger from Soundgarden. Those were like uh, my two. How about my, Downward Spiral? That was a little later. That was '92. Okay, and and I was also debut from Pantera, and those were like my three records that I was listening to at exactly that moment. Was was um, Cowboys from Hell and Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden. But but I thought that the second Pearl Jam, the Versus record, that's where they found it. To me, the first one was just very commercial and very, it really wasn't grungy at all. It was just kind of, you know, just kind of like regular, it was like Nickelback is now. Well, it was straight ahead rock is what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vitology was not number two. Unless you're saying it's your second favorite there, Joe Rico. Versus was number two. Stop it. Vitology was the third record. And before you even correct me on it, I'm looking at the wiki right now. I'm right on it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't, I mean, it's a cool record, you know, but like the, like Alive was the big breakout song. And I don't like that song. I never really thought it was that good. I liked, uh, what's the one, um, She's burning leather. Now I walk to the stone, baby. So she's been tired out like some stupid fuck. And give me a reason. What is that song? Why go home? Okay. That's, that's a good jam on the first record. I think it's just called Why. No, oh, Why Go, track four. Okay. That's a good one. Even Flow was pretty good. I like that song. I didn't like, did you like Jeremy? I didn't like Jeremy. Well, you know, we're, we're talking the whole MTV era. Yeah. So, you know, we were inundated with, um, you know, what MTV says was the hit. Yeah. You know, so, you know, people, unfortunately, you know, not you included, but most people Mm -hmm. are influenced by what, you know, commercial radio or MTV at that time said, this is what you should like. Right. No, I remember. Yeah. 
Pearl Jam rode the Pearl Jam rode all the waves. They rode the MTV wave. They got the radio thing. They got they somehow snuck into classic rock the minute that they were eligible. Um, they they've been able to maintain the touring thing. You know, they've got fanatical touring. They've done everything right. That's amazing. Because I mean, back then, I mean, when all those bands came out at once, when you had Soundgarden and you had uh stone temple pilots and you had nine inch Al- nails alice and chains alice and chains when you had all those bands come out at once nirvana you know did you think that pearl jam would be the one that was reigning supreme at the end no because you know they they you know the nirvana obviously was the was the top of the heap yeah and then um i would say Soundgarden was maybe next yeah. And then Alice in Chains right. and Pearl Jam. Yeah. Or Nine Inch Nails was above most of that, too. No. And then uh, somehow Pearl Jam was able to uh, continue on. Yeah. They just kept right on trugging along. All right. Well, according to Spotify, uh huh. how many plays do you think uh, Even Flow has? Is that number one? Uh, I'm not saying. Um, I'm going to say Jeremy is number one, even flow 500 million. No, we're not quite. No. All right. 300 million. Mm, you're at, uh, 340 million. Yeah. Oh, is it number one? Uh, I'm going to say that Jeremy's got to have more. No. No, you'd be surprised. I am surprised. Um, Jeremy is at 223 million. Right. Um, Alive is at 340 million. And um, even flow is at 320 million. Are there any in the top five that are not on the first record? Uh, I don't think so. That's so basically everybody liked the first album. That's yeah. basically what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was kind of a one and done. Yeah. Yeah. It was even even with verses, that's when they started getting political and shit with glorified G. Right. Glorified version of a pellet gun. <sighs> so ten was, you know, the pinnacle record for them. Oh yeah. How many times did that go platinum? That's got to yeah, be a course. record, isn't it? We'll look it up. That's what I'm trying to find if it says somewhere here. Where would it say how many sales? Uh, it doesn't really say here. Um, let's see. Pearl. Jam 10 sales all time. 13 million copies. And there you go. So it is, it's definitely, it's the 22nd album of all time to sell 10 million. That seems crazy, doesn't it? That only 22 albums or whatever have sold that many. That's insanity to me. Oh, well, good for them. They made their money. Oh. 
why it was a hit i mean it definitely has has a hook that a catch a fucking whale but just not my thing i now even flow i love give me a little even flow all right that's a good one all right still good well again without commercial um support behind it yeah uh, is that any better than you know some unknown band that uh is quite as ca- talented but didn't quite catch the uh oh, no. attention of some commercial outlet oh, dude even if the band is even if the band is highly touted Play Why Go from the same from the same album, which is basically the same exact fucking song. All right, let's play that. And it didn't have any success. All right, here we go. Put around this place 
Is it not the same song or very similar? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, again, commercial input or money yeah. means everything. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah, dude, there were a lot of those bands that came up in the in that era that you know are are actually still successful today that were not super great. You know, somebody just put it in the YouTube chat, uh, Candlebox. Yeah. Candlebox, I mean, that first Candlebox record has a lot of really good songs on it, but they've put out like eight albums. They've all charted. Right. Which is crazy. You know, who who the fuck is still listening to Candlebox? (laughs) Well, since uh, it features our favorite producer, Kelly Gray. Yeah, well, used to. I don't think he's there anymore, but, you know, but, but that first album, look. We can say all the bad we want about Kelly Gray. That first Candlebox record is pretty untouchable production-wise. Right. It sounds great. I don't know what happened to Kelly after it, but that record sounds fantastic. He never did anything else good, but that's a good record. Far behind on it and stuff. Right. You, you was a big one, too. A lot of good hits on that fucking record. I like you. Know, you know what's weird, dude? In the '90s, I didn't care for any of this music, <laughs> but now I really like the '90s music yeah, a lot. Well, of it. It's kind of like retrospective. You kind of look back and go, "Oh, you know, I kind, I kind of like didn't appreciate it as much." But I, what's really weird, according to Spotify, mm-hmm. their top. Uh, seven songs mm-hmm. come from the first record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not shocking. Yeah, but see, that's the whole thing. It's just like, it's whole, a, a whole one and done thing. Yeah. There's a one album people cared about. But Yeah. And then, well, it was kind of like the same thing with, uh, I know you like these guys, but mm-hmm. I never was a fan. Yeah. But Hootie and the Blowfish. Love them. You know, Crack View Mirror. Great I was never, never a fan, but, but that thing sold like what, 10 or 15 million yeah, records. Shit ton. Yeah. But, but I listened to that record and I was just like, eh, not my thing. Yeah. Cause it was sort of Pearl Jammy with the voice. She sits alone by lamp right. All right. Well, here, here's a trivia question for you. Okay. How many plays on uh, Candlebox, mm-hmm. their original release, Okay, Far Behind, yeah. is on Spotify? Oh, wow. I'm going to say probably lower than I think. I'm going to say 150 million. It's way lower. Way lower than 150 million? Way lower. 20 million. No, it's it's higher than that. 50 higher 70 higher 100 not quite but close all right 96 million well, great tune <laughs> i'll give that a spin later tonight actually i'm gonna listen all right. to that album. all right this is how clean that production is what happened to kelly <laughs> 
Now maybe Did I mean to treat you better? But I did it anyway Now maybe Some say a lot for say But you lived it anyway So maybe Your friends will stand around you watch you crumble As you fall up to the ground And then someday Your friends will stand beside as you were flying Oh, you were flying all so high But then someday people look at you The world they call their own, they watch you suffer Yeah, yeah, you're going home And then someday we can take our time To brush the leaves aside so you can reach us Hey, but you left me far behind Now, yeah, 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 yeah Did I mean to treat you so bad? Now, in contrast mm -hmm. to Far Behind, yeah. where Candlebox is concerned, mm -hmm. their next highest charting hit right. was only a quarter of that. Is that you? Yes. Yeah. 25 million. Yeah, I believe that. So... You know, in, in reality, if you want to, you know, put it in context, they're kind of like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, it's funny that everybody's in there in the chat room now trying to, I guess, fuck with Hanson. I'll argue <laughs> with anybody that Hanson was one of the best pop writing bands of the 90s, period. They And to me, they have the best pop song of the 90s. It's a ballad on their second album called a song to sing and anybody wants to fight me on that one go ahead tell me i'm fucking crazy all you want but that song rules all right give me that one a song to sing by hansen it's a oh. ballad so you'll probably hate it but <laughs> it's funny how you always like figure out what i i'll like or not oh, like. yeah, i know you hate ballads yeah all right hansen us all right here we go Hanson, a song to sing. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. That's not even their top 10. Oh, no. It wasn't a hit. All right. It's on the second album this time around. All right. I'm going to have to do a little search here. Hanson, a song to sing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go with Oombop. Or, or what was the other song? I forget what the other. All right, here we go. All right. All right, I got it. Here we go. Uh, this was uh, on the album this time around. Yep. All right, here we go. Hello, 
So what grabs you about that song? The lyrics. It's okay. a great tune. It's a great for 15 year olds. That that's fucking high end lyrically. Now, do you think that they quote unquote wrote that song or do you think that song was written for them? I'm going to say they probably wrote it. I'm going to say they probably wrote just because even now, now that they're like 40 year old guys and they're still making tunes, they're still writing that kind of music. Is, is Hanson still together? Oh yeah. They still tour. <laughs> All right. Dude, I'm a big fan of the Hanson, man. I love them. <laughs> All um, right. That that song has not even topped a million. No, it probably hasn't topped a thousand, but I like it. Well, it's eight hundred and forty thousand. That song? Yeah. Oh wow. I do. I would have never guessed it had that many. Yeah, well, with the two the two big ones on that on, on Hanson are gonna be Umbop, of course, probably three hundred million. <laughs> and and uh Where's the Love, which will be about a quarter of that. All right. Is is that right? Well, let me look. All right. Let me see what we have here where Hanson is concerned. Uh, let me see here. Hanson is artist. Uh, Mbop is two hundred and thirty-three million. Wow, that's way low compared to what I thought it would be. And then, um, where's the love should be number two? No, no, save me. I know that save me. is uh 21 million. Okay, I don't even know that song. Is where's the love not even listed? Let me see. That was a hit for them. That oh, where's the love is at five million. That's it. Wow, that's it. That was a big, that was like their follow-up to Umbop. Nope. It's 5,720,000. No shit. Right. Mm -hmm. I liked Hanson. I don't care. <laughs> and, and one of my all-time favorite things was when I put my son on the phone with the Hanson guy and then my son dissed him. <laughs> that was like the all-timer, man. What what happened there? My I was interviewing Hanson for Music's Bottom Line. Okay. And at the and at the end of the interview, I I asked him if he would talk to my kid who was like five at the time or something, six, whatever. And um and he was like, sure, it was the oldest one. It was it wasn't like the the youngest one or the middle one that's a singer. So I put my son on and he's all excited. You know, he's you know, five years old. Hanson was like huge for him. And he's like all excited, but real quick, he figured out it wasn't the cool ones. It was the old guy. It was the old one. All right. And he's like, well, where's, where's Isaac at? Where's Taylor? What's he doing? And once he figured out that it, he wasn't getting them on the phone, he's like, all right, just talk to my dad. And he, <laughs> he fucking handed off the phone. <laughs> yeah. I only want the popular one. That was it. Even at five years old, he was like, you're not who I want to talk to. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the second most popular song. What's it called? 
Save it's me? called Save Me. Right. Again, I'm not a Hanson fan, so I don't even know this song. Yeah, I, I I have to hear it. All right, here we go. Loving you like it never That's the same album that had the song I liked on it. That's from this time around. I, I, as soon as you played one note of it, I knew it. I just didn't know the name of the song. No idea. Yeah, I, dude, I loved those records, man. I, I played this. Sh- I, dude, I used to get so much shit because I would say that I liked Hanson on the metal show and people would fucking just call me about, you fucking faggot. You fucking suck. And they're doing it to me even here tonight. And the, not as bad, but I'm, I'm getting pounded in the chat. I thought I knew you were a weirdo, but now this exceeds all expectation. That's Phil. I'll put it up. I have no problem taking heat. There it is. You know, I'll I'll take a beating, whatever. I don't care because I like it. All right. I I don't give a shit what anybody likes. (laughs) Phil, who's this is gayer than Elton John, if that's even remotely possible. (laughs) Whatever. No idea. I don't. Yeah, I've never listened to these records. I'm, of course, I knew Oom Bop. Yeah, of course, because it was like all over the place. But here, here's the whole dramatic uh, drop off. Yeah. Uh, it, according to Spotify, Oom mm-hmm. Bop has 233 million hits. Sure. But the next highest rated song. Only has twenty one million. Yeah, like ten percent. I just play. Give me a little. Where's the love? Which is five million. I'll bet even you'll uh, you'll recognize. You won't know it, but you'll recognize it. All right, here we go. Were they on helium or something? They were like 10. <laughs> they were little kids. <laughs> Just helium.
Well, I agree with uh, where it's the helium. Yeah. Well, and again, I'm not trying to say that was like one of their best songs. I'm just saying <laughs> that, that was the follow up to Umbop. All right. That was the that was the hit number two. Well, that only had five no. million hits as opposed to two hundred thirty. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> thirty-three million hits. Yeah, that's crazy. On, uh, on uh, Spotify, anyway. Yeah, yeah and, and I'm gonna. I'll put this up and I'll say it. Yeah, you're damn right, Jackal Hanson. Far better than Blackmore. <laughs> far better <laughs> by miles. Certainly better writers. Right. Certainly write better, well-crafted songs. Not writing shit that's played on a lute. You fucking moron. I'll take I'll take Hanson over Deep Purple any day. All right. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'm always interested in your uh, take on popular music, as it were. I love pop. I love pop music. I I'm know a, you do. I'm a big fan. I still listen to it all the time. I love it. Although the, today's pop music, just like I watched some of that Adele special that was on TV last week. I do not understand the appeal to that. I, I, I don't get it. It just sounds like old forties music to me. Does Nickelback have more plays? Another band I like that everybody hates. I mean, any band that sings about sticking their dick in a girl's mouth and has it become a number one hit. How do you argue that? It's fantastic. I'm not going to. Do you know that song? The something in your mouth? By, no. By, pull that one up. Since we're just dicking around anyway. Sure. It's called Something in Your Mouth by Nickelback. All right. Let me pull that up. Something in your mouth, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me pull that up. He's literally singing about shut your mouth and put my dick in it. Or open your mouth and put my dick in, but don't talk. How can that be bad? That's fucking great. I think that's what that song. Oh, it is. Yeah. Something, something in your mouth. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Come on! 
one hit with a song about getting their dick sucked. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. You know what I gotta how how old is this song? Uh early two thousands. Uh, I think thirteen years old. Yeah, I would say it's it's I, I don't know exactly, but two thousand and eight. Oh, oh, is it that? It's mid late two thousands. I didn't yes. know it was that old. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Now some of their songs stink, like the photograph song that's probably the number one on their list. You know, that look at his photograph. Right. That song. That's a big bore. But I, I don't know. I, I just like some of some of that. It's just so it, it's dumb radio rock. But I mean, they had a number one hit with a song about a blowjob. How can <laughs> that be bad? Right. Maybe I'm just pervy. I don't know. <laughs> Not maybe. I'm just pervy. So funny. Oh, Bobby in the chat room says he wants to hear some Creed. Creed? Yeah. Give, give me some Creed. All right. Give me what some arms we... wide open. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a song that I just cannot stand. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. I, I really don't like it. I don't like Creed at all, which is weird because I love Alter Bridge, but I fucking do not like Creed. All right. Creed, Creed was one of those bands that I was just like, holy fuck. Oh, they were sterilized Pearl Jam. Yeah. And you mix in the religious element on top of it. It's just like, ooh, that's a lot of bad. Um, Surprisingly, mm -hmm. that Arms Wide Open was yeah. not one of the top hits. Really? Nope. What's the top hit? Um... My sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh with arms wide open, mm -hmm. that was only like maybe a third popular of uh Creed Creed songs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, they were massive for a minute, but just for a minute. Yeah, I was never a fan. Yeah. Never a fan. You don't have to play Creed. I just, somebody said that, that, that we were reaching a new low with Creed or and, and we were reaching a new low and that we should play Creed. <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. And I'm going to tell a story All right. that, uh, I was banging a girl yeah, who, uh, was a big Creed fan. Okay. And I was just like, I am not into this band at all. Sure. But it didn't, uh matter because uh it was just like i was a rock dude yeah and uh what you're not into creed i'm just like no i'm yeah. I'm not into them okay well bang me anyway <laughs> you're like okay all right here we go <laughs> Well, I just heard the news today. I'm with you. <laughs> this is any better. Yeah. I mean, it, how how much of a um, you know, rip off? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I'm gonna say uh, rip off or 
impression of Eddie Vedder is this? Yeah, it, it it really is. It's just the same same thing. Right. That whole holding the back of your throat. Seems my life is gonna change. I close my eyes, begin to pray. Then tears of joy stream down my face. We're long terrible still better than blackmore yeah well you know the thing is is that the the biggest downfall of create creed as far as like um um what's this lead singer's name uh scott stapp yeah when he you know laid on the stage here at the all-state arena here in chicago right and more or less fell asleep <laughs> you know it, it was a terrible show and that was the biggest downfall for this band right because he more or less was like so fucked up that he can't even perform the show yeah and lay down on the stage it was like this is the end of the era for this band yeah but it did launch miles kennedy so we'll take that well that was a whole different story. Yeah, we'll take it, though. And the whole funny thing about Miles Kennedy, when you bring that up, yeah, is that he was the uh, third, what should I say, the third singer in uh, Steel Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the uh, Rockstar movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which <laughs> when I was watching the um, credits in that movie, Right. It was like Miles Kennedy. He was like singing Steel Dragon songs. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Look at yeah. Miles Kennedy making his uh, debut in a whole movie yeah. way back in 2001. When when Kelly and I went and saw Miles like three years ago, I guess now, because of the, now I'm thinking about with COVID, he played a solo show. He played that tune. Sure. He played the Steel Dragon tune. Well, there you go. So we're talking 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, this time just has flown by. I know. But, but when you think about the uh, movie Rockstar mm-hmm. and you see uh, Miles Kennedy at the very end of the movie. Right. Taking over the vocals. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew this guy's name. No, not at all. Not, not at all. <laughs> and then, he, of course, he uh, fronted uh, with. Uh, with uh, Creed, or the former band known as Creed, Alter Bridge, of yeah. course. And then Slash, yeah. And he was he was the guy that was chosen, but then he didn't do it to replace Steven Tyler and Aerosmith when they were going to throw Tyler out of the band when he was doing his solo country shit. Right. They were going to go out on tour, and Miles was the guy, and he was he went and auditioned with Zeppelin. When when, this when was, Robert Plant said, said he wasn't going to do that, yeah. Yeah, they brought in Miles. Right. That's funny. Dude, talking to Miles, he's like the most low-key ever, man. You you ask him about it, he's like, you know, it was just fun to be fun to be considered. I'm like, considered? You were the fucking guy. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, no, there was no guy. That's why right, there was no right. you know, It's like, dude, stop it. Take your accolade. 
you were picked to fucking sing with Led Zeppelin. That's a fucking, that's an accomplishment there. You know, I wish he would have done that. That would have been awesome. Right. Well, since you're a Creed fan. I'm not, wait a minute. I'm not a Creed fan. Well, since you you appreciate Creed music. All right. What is their top single on Spotify? God, I got to, let me look up Creed hits, but I'm not going to look at Spotify. Creed hits. I just want to see what they're. It's not arms wide open, huh? Nope. Ah, uh, I'm going to say of the 10 that are listed here, I'm going to say my own prison. Nope. No. Uh, my sacrifice. That is it. The okay. number one hit for Creed is my sacrifice. All right. Yeah. That song's all right. I guess <laughs> it's not the worst. Well, it made uh, a lot of commercial, uh, you know, you know, people who listen to commercial outlets thought that uh, my sacrifice was the uh, the best song of the you know the best of the best. See, when when Creed was hot, that was also when Corn was really coming up. So I was way more into Corn and all that Corn Biscuit, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I I was much more into that stuff. Disturbed. You know, and then create, you know, you would hear those songs play. You'd hear like down with the sickness and then it would go into fucking Creed. And you're just like, Ooh, what is this? You know, it's like, what am I? Did I switch channels? Am I on the oldies channel now? You know, (laughs) 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 Tiffany Pearl Jam Creed, Hanson Kennelbox. That's my CMS. (laughs) That is all the terrible music. Everything I hated. Yeah. Stop complaining. You're getting bonus time. Shut up. It is. Just shut it. All right. Well, I'm going to get out of the show with uh, (laughs) something from Pearl Jam, which out of this group of crappy bands. All right. I was not into any of these bands. I, I did. I did like a little bit of Pearl Jam. Okay. But uh, I think we should end the uh, show with uh, something that I think that was, eh, okay. All right. I own the CD. I, I admit it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was from the uh, Pearl Jam 10 release. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to end the show with Black. Good too. All right. All right. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> we're We'll be back next Saturday night. And uh, who was it who said earlier in the show they wanted to call in with their review of something? Mm. Ooh, of what? Uh, I think that review of something. Uh, somebody wanted to call in with a review of something oh. or shit. Was that man? Uh, and I put this. I said, "Don't call tonight." <laughs> <laughs> it was earlier in the show tonight. Right, yeah, I, I kind of put it out there. I did not want callers tonight. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get out here with uh, Pearl Jam from their 10 release, and I'm going to leave it with Black. All right. Well, until next Saturday night, this is Neely with Long my very good friend. Chris Egan. We're gone. Bye, kids. See ya. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. 
Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job.